Right, so this is episode 54, and uh, I just wanted to start by saying thank you to everyone who, uh, all the patrons who came into the live stream on Friday night. Um, you really made it really special for, you know, it was it, absolutely amazing. I loved it. There was some great feedback from you all. But yeah, I just really wanted to start by saying thank you to everyone who came into the live stream. And also, as I did say on the stream, um, but I do think it's important to say thanks to Pete for everything that he did as well, uh, tying that all together because it did it did work out really well. But on that note, how are you doing, Pete? Wait, you had a live stream this weekend? You didn't even tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was so much fun, man. That was a blast. I had a good time. You took a lot of plaudits as well, man. People were really impressed with the overall production and everything. You did really well with uh, <laughs> tying all that together, even though it was on a, it was on a bit of a knife edge a lot of it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. We definitely should uh, we should definitely walk through what that is for those that are not in the patron community uh, and talk a little bit about uh, what we discovered and uh, what the process was. I think it was fun. I think it'd be cool to sort of unpack that. I'm very curious to see some of your thoughts about how it went, you know, from a technical perspective, but also, you know, maybe some of your feelings about how it went and uh, maybe talk oh, yeah. about what we can do in the future. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think the first thing to say is what was really strange was like the, the nerves I had all day before <laughs> doing that, because we've been building it up for a little bit, haven't we? Saying we were going to do it. And yeah. um, we've been kind of planning it ourselves as well. And then, that morning, I just had like proper nerves, like it were a, like it were a gig. Do you know what I mean? Pacing around, no appetite at all, can't focus on any on anything. Um, and that's always what gig days are like, which is what makes sort of before a gig really difficult. Do you know what I mean? Because you just kind of like the, the whole day. I mean, you just because you're just looking to that moment, so it, yeah. it makes it makes going about your normal day quite difficult sometimes and it, it really did occur to me though that it's just perfect practice in every way not just in a sense of um you know actually playing the songs playing through the songs not just in that sense but in a sense of getting that that feeling in the pit of your stomach do you know what i mean oh, those yeah. nerves those nerves which as I, as I said before, I always got before going on stage. Once you're on stage, they dissipate, dissipate very, very quickly. But yeah, it was it, it was very notable how it was just like going on. It was just like, it felt like it was going to be a proper gig. And you so know. what about when we put the, uh, you know, before the before the live stream kicks off, you know, there's like a couple of minutes beforehand and we have like a, an intro track playing and it's just sort of like, you know, it's just it's mainly there. Um, we don't you don't want to start right away when you're doing a live stream because it takes people a while to, to sign in yeah. and to get there. So you don't want to like jump out of the box and start doing everything. So you give everybody a few minutes. And so what we did is we actually had like a, a little presentation, but it was playing uh, like a remix of one of the music songs. And uh, it was just uh, what were you feeling when that was happening? Did it feel like, I, I, for personally, I was actually feeling like a sense of rising uh, in, excitement and anticipation yeah. of what was coming. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Rising anticipation. And it's weird. Like, like you say, it was basically a, time, a countdown, wasn't it? Designed to allow people to filter into the stream so we don't start prematurely before people yeah. are in there. But yeah, it was very much like um, intro music for the gig, especially because it was that awesome Freedom Fighters remix as well. So it were, you know, that's the kind of stuff that you want to play before we come on stage. So that was really cool. But the thing that you didn't tell me, Pete, the thing you neglected <laughs> to tell me, I can, and I can hear you laughing now. We haven't even discussed this yet, I don't think. The thing you didn't tell me was people could still hear me during the intro screen. <laughs> So, so there was there was there was five minutes where me and you were just sat there and you know I basically got you know I'm it, luckily I didn't say you know I was literally just sort of muttering to myself just you well, know you eventually quite, said 
can people hear me? And I was like, <laughs> yep. Well, I said, I said, can people hear me? And I th- it, it did sound like you said, yeah, but then I think I must have forgotten. I don't know. But then again, I everybody like, in the chat was like, we can hear you. We can hear everything. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And that was a difficult thing as well. Um, like, because there were technical elements involved that added to the, the, the nerves, I think, oh, yeah. because that could have gone wrong. But, you know, it's in front of patrons at the end of the day that, you know, absolutely bang up for it anyway. But still, I was really conscious that it, it went as right as possible. So those technical nerves um, definitely added to it. But, yeah, sitting sitting on that five-minute intro screen when people could actually see, not only here, but they could see me as well, <laughs> although I did appreciate after a while you made it so people couldn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was actually kind of fun. But yeah, it certainly it did, certainly did feel like. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, so during lockdown and stuff, I've seen a lot of people doing what you call sort of virtual gigs and that. And we discussed it with Ella as well, didn't we? Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't think I've I don't think I've properly given the credence to it. Do you know what I mean in terms of how effective it can be and how it does? It, you know, it very much did feel like an event. You know, not only because me and you spent hours and hours and hours testing and I'd just be there at like two in the morning, like, oh, I can't really sleep and my phone's buzzing. I'm like, that's Fletch. Yeah. I know that's Fletch. <laughs> Let's have a look. you got time to do a test. You're just like, well, do I have to talk? Because it's two in the morning and my missus is asleep. No, you don't have to talk. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We spent a lot of time. Um, well, I think as well, you know, you, you would try to convince me that that were the right way to go and I wanted to make it a little bit simpler just so that there wasn't as much to go wrong. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, well, you know, like this first time we do it, maybe we should try it a little bit simpler, but the little additions that you, you did, do you know what I mean? In terms of the production side of it. And not, not only, not only the fact we had to sync up the video and the audio, uh, which I did mess up at one point and I have to apologize for that again to the patrons as well and to you but uh, not only not only that aspect but the whole sort of presentation it just kept it, it you know it kept it visually interesting as well the fact that the last dance was actually playing in the background and i was superimposed and you know you were able to move that around and expand it and yeah. it just it it had quite a visual impact i think and you know i don't want to i don't want to sort of put this podcast out and be completely teasing people who aren't patrons. And that's why today I've put um, the video, the clips on Twitter. But I do have to say, I do have to put the caveat in. I, you know, I, I'm not, not ashamed to admit, I like it when I put a video out and I like the play count and I like to see the play count go up. <laughs> I've, I've got to take massive umbrage with Twitter because for some reason, for the first three or four hours, when those sorts of videos usually rack up thousands of plays, it wasn't, it wasn't counting the plays. <laughs> Absolutely, honestly, that's that is half the fun of Twitter for me. I've got ADHD. What can I say? I like shiny things and, and numbers. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. When you put something out and it's like, oh yeah, people like it. I love that stuff. And um, so I was quite mortified that Twitter robbed me of plays. And I'm hoping I go to bed tonight and some sort of secret Twitter, uh, some sort of secret bloody Twitter Santa Claus puts me plays back on. I'd absolutely love that, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, for uh, those but anyway, that don't understand, yeah. it's the, the the count, the video count is at zero, and obviously it's been watched at least a thousand or two thousand times, and it's just sitting there at zero. Like seriously, obviously, I know it's not zero because I've watched it like four times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, but it's, you know, what I mean, most people are like, oh, don't be daft. But I'm a bit like that. I like, you know, like I say, if, yeah, it's part. It's all part of the excitement. It's all part of the excitement. And um, 
Yeah, it went it went it went thoroughly well. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I definitely had nerves, and the, I set the room up in about four or five different ways. And every time I set the room up, you'd be like, "Oh well, you know, it'd look better if the camera were higher." I'm like, "Son <laughs> of a bitch!" Oh, could you? <laughs> but all those little things that we ended up doing that took all that time, you know, it it made it work seamlessly, didn't it? Yeah, uh, I was glad yeah, you decided say, to stand because there was a time when you were like, "Well, I'll just sit like normal," and I was like, "Nah, there's something about there's something about standing that makes it yeah. more, you know, especially when there's when you're picture in picture and it shows like you playing standing at the gig and then you're playing now." So yeah, I think I think the standing was the right right move. Definitely, and it's more like proper practice. Can't do it sat down as I explained before. Yeah, you know. exactly. It's different muscle groups you're using when you're playing nearly. So it was great practice standing up, although I, did, I forgot that I had to put shoes on. And I'm not being funny as well. Like my, my old, the only thing about this Kemper, I love this Kemper, but my old TC Electronics pedal board, and I remember putting the picture on Twitter when I showed my ridiculous footwear, but it does show that pedal board, but it, it had massive um, pedal, it had massive buttons on it. So you could just tap them and they were quite easy to press. This Kemper's got like, more like stud buttons, do you know what I mean? And they're quite hard to press. So if you've got bare feet on, so I had to run and get my bloody shoes. I forgot that. Do you know what I mean? Um, it was quite nervy. It was quite nervy and getting it to play right and getting getting it in sync. But much like anything, as and the sound, I must have done. I must have tested the levels a million different times. But it, you know, it, it all came together really well in the end. And yeah, it was, I was, it, it was a little. Sound. I was worried about the sound because you know it's the internet, and you know you're playing a video from YouTube. Not to be too technical but it's like you're pulling that from youtube you're pushing it to another platform that is then streaming it to youtube <laughs> along with what what i'm saying and what, what you're saying but also your guitar there's so many things to route and to get and so in order to and, and the fact that that actually sounded you know really good was was actually yeah. a bit of a miracle I, I was like wow this actually works <laughs> this is yeah good. yeah exactly and you know that's what that's what i was meaning when i was saying that i don't think i've given enough credence to how much effect a an online gig can have really, you know, oh, yeah. even, even in that sense. And, um, but yeah, I, I will put a couple more clips out and there is stuff on YouTube as well. I've put truth is no words up on YouTube, the entire song. So people who aren't patrons can still, you know, can still get a taste of what went on. Um, but I will be doing more as well. Do you know, it, that's the thing that, well, as we discussed on when we talked, when we talked about this concept, the, the most exciting thing for me is, it, it takes an, another load of pressure off me because I can practice as and when I want. And um, I can also combine that. I suppose it's a bit like when people talk about practicing penalties um, in football, do you know what I mean? In the sense that it's one thing practicing penalties in training, but when it's the end of a World Cup final and there's 60, 70, 80,000 people all watching you and you have yeah. to do it again, it's, it's a completely different thing. It's mentally, I think as much as anything, it's the mental difference between me just sat in this chair half watching TV, you know, kind of playing through the songs and then, you know, treating it like a proper gig um, right down to intro music and all that stuff and getting the crowd in. I loved it, man. I loved it. I love all this stuff. Well, it's a bit and of muscle memory. That, like you even said, um, like on one of the songs, and I, I honestly, for a minute, I thought it was broken because I was like, oh, I don't know if I hear Adam anymore you know, his, his real guitar. But what it was is you were just playing exactly like the track. Yeah, yeah. It was literally yeah. lined up and I was like, Oh, that is him. Never mind. <laughs> I think that the thing is as well is it's been, it's been about a year now since the started the patron. And, um, I don't know. I'm really, I'm just really pleased because I mean, I, you know, I put songs out all the time and, and people love that. And obviously that's, um, my 
solo stuff and um you know i can't be grateful enough for that people sort of support me on that side of things but it, it's nice to be able to give them a bit of a treat and that's kind of what that was and i'm you know like when, when all this kind of started and the podcast and twitter and all whatever you know it felt like everything was kind of progressing if you know what i mean and i think this kind of feels like a bit of a progression in terms of in terms of in terms of the doors that i think that it opens in yeah, terms of yeah. all right well if if that worked so well what else can we do with this do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you know how many people can how many people how many musicians can the internet support streaming at once do you know what i mean could we you know there's all there's all kind of possibilities but i think certainly from my point of view um i will be doing it again because it was it's such a great crack and the, the patrons love it as well do you know what i mean because everyone everyone loves the music and it's the people really get into it so it's a lot of fun that was the only frustrating thing that i couldn't actively engage in chat at the time yeah yeah that i mean that, that was cool that you were kind of flashing things up on the screen but as it always proved for me just it's kind of the nature of our play a lot of the time i don't really have time to be looking at i'm concentrating even if i'm not looking at the guitar i am concentrating mm-hmm. and um that was so fun, though, to be in the chat and, like, you know, shout out to so many of the patrons out there, you know, Andy Chung and Giant Frying Pan and, and Squidge and Lynn and all the, I, there was some great comments in there in Antomo. Like everybody was, uh, everybody was really, it, it, the, the chat was live. <laughs> it was going. Yeah. Like as, a, as a moderator of it, I was like, holy cow, there's a lot going on here. And uh, so many funny comments and, you know, Tom, and so many people out there were just, you know, and everybody was super supportive. Uh, but it's it definitely felt like... Um, you know, just it, it really felt like a bunch of friends were enjoying this experience together. Uh, and, and it's crazy because while there's so much pressure to get it right and to have this great performance, when the mistakes happen, I think we're probably the most fun. <laughs> you well, know, yeah. just kind of like, you know, because nobody was expecting it to be perfect. And so if there's like little things that happen, like you didn't have the set list, you're like, what song is coming on? Wait, 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 am I in the right key? You know, and it's just funny. Like, it's it's just you know, that's, that's, you know, a couple of people even said, oh, we need to have a microphone on, on Adam during the real gigs because <laughs> they were so entertaining. <laughs> oh, it was, it was a proper window into where I go when I'm on stage. You know, it's a very sort of eccentric, erratic, fast place. But yeah, that, that was the, I, you know, I, I even went to the trouble of putting a tweet out saying, oh, has anyone got the last stand set list just to avoid me searching? Do you know what I mean? Because I, to be fair, I did try and search it and I couldn't bloody find it. So quite a few people sent it in. And then, yeah, when we pressed play and got everything synced up, I was just like, oh, God, I ain't got the set list up. But <laughs> that did just add to the Russian roulette of, is this the right guitar? And then finding out it's not and seeing if I could swap the guitar in time before the song actually started. Um, but like Fire, <laughs> Fire was awesome as well. That's another <sighs> one. We'll, we'll have to clip up some more, mate. Do you know what I mean? What have we clipped up? We've put out the dance, just a clip of the dance, so not the full one. And I've put out All the Truth. Um, you know, we uh, we will put out some more definitely because there were some other awesome moments. Like fire was amazing, human human was amazing, um, yeah, and human was crazy. That that I mean, that's the thing that really brought it home to me as well. Is like I'm I'm ready, man. Do you know, what I mean, I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be properly ready, and um, not only playing songs, but that you know, an element anyway, an element of the, that's those stage nerves, because I tell you what, I'm a little bit concerned about those for me because it is 10 years since I've kind of had a taste of that, um, that, you know, but I, I'm really happy that I think this will help that, you know, I think mm-hmm. it will get me, it will get me used to, used to that feeling again. And obviously there's Glasgow, um, 
Oh, in front of 15,000 people, that's going to be immense. A hometown gig as well. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be immense. I'm just really pleased that this concept worked. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to talk about Knobgate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, much to everyone's amusement, my knob got stuck and I, I, I'd, I'd said as much, but that was the, the volume pot on my Les Paul, which, you know, colloquially, colloquially I just call a bloody knob. But that got jammed on volume off. Do you know what I mean? And it, it literally, oh, anyone who knows how about guitars or Les Pauls or oh, the volume pot wedged on the neck, on neck pickup, it just, it just will not move. I don't think I can move it with a vice grip. It's completely, but yeah, much to everyone's amusement, I I, I expressed that as, oh, fuck me, knob stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I never realize when I say stuff like that, but. Um, yeah, yeah. I pulled a couple of sound clips. I don't have them ready for this podcast. I'm going to save them for when you least expect it. But yeah, that was definitely oh, one of the ones that I was like, oh yeah, that's going into oh, my sound library. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm dreading that. I'm dreading that. Well, one thing that did gall me, though, was when I was, uh, you know, when we were trying to re-sync and I was like, right, Pete, 2050, at which point Pete declares that he's at 50 minutes and he accuses me of thinking about, you know, sounding like I'm pissed. I'm just like, what the f- Okay, you totally misunderstood that. That's hilarious. I said I can hear the (laughs) boos. What I meant is like the crowd saying boo because I couldn't get it. (laughs) I thought you meant I I could hear the boos in your voice. You got a guilty conscience or something? No, I was... (laughs) I mean, I know you were taking those dark fruits down, but no, I was, I was, uh, I was referring to the fact that I couldn't get the, I couldn't get the player, and everyone, I said I could hear the booze in my head, people going like, "Come on, get it right." Oh, I, well, I did miss, I did miss hear you then because I thought you accused me of uh, sounding bloody drunk. Oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> um, but yeah, as I say, like the concept was really cool and. I'd like to try that with a few other ones, even just for novelty's sake, because that's the thing. The, uh, the Last Dance is perfect because it's it's the closest. Well, how can I say it? It's the most recent performance, so it'll be the closest to effectively how the songs are yeah. going to sound. Do you know what I mean? There's there's no point me playing to the blank canvas as practice. I don't mind playing to the blank canvas just for recreational fun. Mm, sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in terms of that, like actually looking at that as practice, you know, some of the songs have got different bits in, but, it, you know, I, I, I'm bang up for that for patrons, man. I'll play through Blank Canvas. That'd be awesome playing Turn Out the Light and stuff. Um, uh, yeah, there was a yeah. couple missing that I was like, ah, oh, man, this, you know, I do love the dance, the last dance. Don't get me wrong, but no Come What May, no Disco, you know, there's wow. definitely some, some, some big I mean, ones you- missing. You talk about come what may, like it's actually seen the light of day more than a few times. It hasn't. I mean, we played it for a bit, and then it was one of those ones that were like, "Yeah, that's a that's a that's a big one. That's a big vocal for Rob to do." I mean, who knows? Maybe we can drop the key. I don't know. I mean, it's not um, like so low. So low is definitely that one's on the shelf. I get it. Yeah, that that's like whoa, that is high. That is such an awesome vocal on solo. Sure, yeah. Such. A, I mean, you know, and it always, always was, um, always, you know, sort of was a privilege being in room when he's cracking out massive vocals like that. And, you know, as we talked about the other week and um, sort of making strength in numbers in, in my bedroom, just with me and Rob and Rob doing them talk, sort of vocals. Absolutely love that. And um, Rob actually is going to be coming back on the podcast, actually, to talk more about, you know, everything. Um yes. I mean, we are, me and you, we're sort of talking around strength and numbers time, but there's nothing that says we can't jump back to uh, talk with Rob a bit about Welcome to the North, those sorts of things, um, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Whatever we want, we end up talking about. But that'll be really cool. Um, but yeah, it was, 
Uh, I, I was just really pleased with how much everyone loved it as well. Do you know what I mean? Because even in the days where I thought, oh, maybe I should create a YouTube channel in the, you know, in those 10 years where I was doing nothing, it was always a case of, well, you know, don't think anyone, you know, who's going to be interested, but, you know, <laughs> we're, not going, we're not going down that alley again. We've done, we've, we spoke about that a million times. Um, but it, it, I just love to be able to see how far sort of it's come. Do you know what I mean? I mean not just me personally, but, you know, the podcast, this, um, your involvement in everything, the records that are coming together and, um, you know, well, they'll be getting released. Date, well, the, the first record will be getting its release date next year. Uh, it's just, you know, after a year of effectively running the patron, it's just really nice to, you know, to feel like it's making progress. And I just, I, like I say, I just felt that stream was um, a bit of a, pivotal moment as well and i just i really enjoyed all patrons being there and you know even the sort of patrons that were on the lower tiers as well i really like giving them that sort of treat as well um because yeah, that also really they cool. don't yeah they don't get they don't get as many perks as the people on the higher tiers but um, did you uh did you enjoy my guitar playing well that was I mean, even my mum texted me pete even my mum texted me went oh i think pete is fantastic Honestly, i think pete's fan he's so funny i was like he's funny ah, you know so like, oh no you swear too much I'm like all oh, right okay it's like that yeah i mean to be fair i i don't know how much you actually edit out of this podcast pete you know what i mean but i probably do swear too much and i do but i do apologize if it grates on some people because i, I am aware that it is going to grate on some people I don't necessarily do it on purpose, um, but I don't. I, if I, I tend to find if I filter myself too much, and my train of thought falls off. Although I'm not sat here swearing now, but I'm not. I, I'm not nervous like yeah, I would be yeah. when I were going on stage. That's the point. The point is, I was just really nervous, and I decided to start putting them dark fruits down because I just couldn't get over the fact that I was like, "Oh, this ain't gonna work," and I'm just gonna end up <laughs> losing the shit with Pete. And it's not gonna be Pete's fault, but I'm gonna take it out on Pete, and everyone's gonna be there. Just like when the monitors fail on stage and I'm stood there shouting at monitor engineer, he's like, you just look like a dick, mate. You know what I mean? Everyone's just like, oh, Adam's lost it again. It's not the music gig unless Adam's screaming at someone on stage. (laughs) Uh, It's so funny. No, I had a blast. I'm so I'm I'm honored that your that your mom thinks that that's fantastic. But uh, everyone thinks that, mate. I had a lot of fun. I, I mean, there was a point too for me, like, you know, you and I talk all the time. I feel like we're bros. And, um, but then when you started playing, I was like, oh, oh, wait, this is that guy. <laughs> He's really freaking talented. <laughs> like, I, I, I was think- just like, geez, this, this is not the same guy that I, I don't know. It's like two different people in my mind, you know? Mm. And, uh, when you shift gears like that, I'm like, geez, this freaking, the way you play is like insane. Like, I don't even understand it. <laughs> I don't know well, how you th- do that. Thank you. Thank you, man. I really, I really appreciate that. Um, I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult to know. I, I understand. I mean, that has happened a few times to you, and you've often said, you know, like sometimes when I'll send you a track or whatever. But um, I don't know. That's, that's probably one of the things that makes me me. Really, is I just do not see. I, I don't see it like other people do. I don't look at that and think, yeah, I'm amazing. Do you know what I mean? I've never ever thought like that. It's always just like I don't. Well, to me, it's just the same as cutting a hedge in some ways in terms of in terms of the sort of mental process behind it anyway and it just feels i can switch switch between the two i mean it's just muscle memory in it god i mean how many at the peak of we, we must have been doing 200 shows a year in sometimes so it's it's all muscle memory um and i don't know man what can i say i think that's what kind of the, why people enjoy it because i'm not some sort of yeah um, yeah 
I don't know. I'm just, I'm not arrogant with it, am I really? Because I don't see it like that. I just see it as, at this point, celebrating with everyone else. And it is, it, I still, I, you know, some people were saying in the stream, oh man, I were there and now I'm here. And yeah. then I'm like, yeah, me too. Me too, man. I were there and now I'm here. I'm totally there with you. That's, you know what I mean? It's almost like being a fan. Um, yeah. That was Andy Chung, and that was uh, that was a, that was a great comment. Yeah, there was quite a few. And boy, Giant Frying Pan had quite a few funny comments too. He was killing me. But uh, that was the, I was a little disappointed that nobody jumped in on the live stream with us because that's the cool <laughs> thing about this platform is we can bring other people in right on the spot and they can chat. And uh, I will say to his credit, once we got off the stream, I checked my DMs and 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 uh, Fry, Giant Frying Pan said, "All right, I'll jump on." So I was like, "Ah, oh, that would have been cool to have somebody on." So maybe in the future we can uh, get some people to step up and, uh, and join the party because I think that adds yeah. more of the the community aspect the fun when people i think so yeah yeah i think for me and you though it's hard to comprehend the fact that a lot of people find it terrifying you know what i mean <laughs> but yeah if, if paul moran wants to come on or whatever i mean the more we do it the more people sort of get comfortable doing that i suppose and yeah i do i, I love that community aspect as well because you can almost like have a little after show do you know what i mean you can yep, 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 yep. do the gig and you know and everyone loves it and then you can sit around and chat afterwards like we did and it was cool actually because straight afterwards I sat straight down put the mic to my face and people were asking me questions and as you say there were some really good questions yeah, it's like a backstage um, pass yeah exactly man and people were straight away they were like oh well you know what were you, what, um, what were you feeling on stage at the last dance and stuff because obviously it was the last gig and it was interesting being able to to answer that question you know yeah. I like Deg's question at the end. He's like, uh, his question was, who gave you a ride home from the gig? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. He did. Yeah, yeah, he did. And my guitars, and my guitars, took my guitars home with him as well. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm really, really, really pleased with how it, it went, how it looked, how it sounded. I've watched it back quite a few times myself. Um, just, just because I couldn't believe how well it went. I'll tell you what as well. I can't believe how good that Kemper sounds. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like oh, just yeah. usually with modelers and stuff, you're like, no, no, I've got to be in a room plugged up through a really loud amp to really feel it. But honestly, that thing is so good. Just plugged into this desk, you know, just straight direct out. Do you know what I mean? Oh, God, it sounded amazing. I'll tell you what as well, that Stratocaster, absolutely loving that Stratocaster. Mm, yeah. I just don't know if that's a bit of a, I don't, I don't know if that's sacrilege, you know, let's, let's find out now. So, I mean, Obviously, a lot of people on Twitter do listen to this podcast. So would it be bad if I predominantly played a Strat instead of a Les Paul, <laughs> instead of the gold top Les Paul? Is that is that in itself somehow sort of a sacrilegious um, act? I, 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 I'm undecided myself because I'm loving that Stratocaster. Do you know what I mean? And it's fucking just solid as... And it, um, and but the Les Pauls are old, man. They need they need a lot of servicing and stuff. And I'll get them sorted and that. But at the same time, I don't know. I just think it's interesting. I think it's interesting to know what hardcore fans think. The people who stand on the barrier and watched us, and I've done for you know the entire um, you know our entire career or whatever. How they'd feel if I want playing a gold top Les Paul with that much? <laughs> uh, technical question, real quick, not to confuse the audience, but the Stratocaster is that the black one? Yeah, that's okay. the black guitar. <laughs> Just making yeah. sure, because I have a black one as well, and I showed it on the video. I didn't know if it was, uh, you know, I don't think they're the same, but they look the same. <laughs> they're both black and white. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not the same, Pete. We discussed that. <laughs> we discussed that when you, for the very first time, I've known you I'm two years, maybe nearly now, 18 months, I can't remember, <laughs> but I've never seen a guitar in your hands. 
And then lo and behold, as I start playing on this live stream, suddenly he just cuts himself in with an image of him twiddling away on the Stratocaster. <laughs> and I was like, hang on, hang on, let me see that thing. It was a squire, wasn't it? It was a squire. But it, yeah, listen, it's my daughter. There's no wrong with a squire. There's no wrong with a squire. No wrong with it. Somebody them. made a funny comment. I didn't think about it. I saw it afterwards, but it, they said uh, they were waiting for me to pass, since they kind of look the same, the guitars, they were waiting for me to pass it in the window, like over to you. <laughs> You know, like a visual effect. We should have done that, but I didn't see the comment. I did see one comment as well from Martin Butler, actually, um, who was obviously sat, bless him, trying to play along with the stream, and he'll have been very, very confused because a lot of it is in e, e, the last dance was in E flat. So rather than having the guitar tuned like, you know, your first string to E, it goes down to E flat, and obviously all the corresponding strings go down um, the, the, the same amount. So it just lowers the pitch to make it easier for Rob to sing. Um, so that's why uh, when you were trying to play along, it, it will have sounded very strange. Ah, so yes, okay. it, it, Martin, it is, it is a step down. It is a step down. Now that makes sense. I, I wonder why I couldn't get it in tune. I get it now. Oh yeah, of course, Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I loved your I loved your little uh, comedy moments where you were cutting in and um you using the little sound clips as well. I'd dig in absolute stitches. Um that was that was funny. That was really funny. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean the the long and short of it definitely is there will be more of these because it was a massively positive experience and again as well, I mean, like like when all this started, it reconnected me to all our music. Um, this reconnected me to the third album as well because playing like playing the spike and stuff and playing oh, yeah. strength in numbers that they just absolutely went off didn't they and, and again in as much as this format as they can but it, you know they sounded absolutely great absolutely loved it and um yeah it was interesting as well because i suppose that ties in with some of the feedback on the episode where we where i've started talking about strength in numbers and um yeah the the filthy keyboard and all that stuff <laughs> My goodness, <laughs> the chorus on Spike Boy when that thing kicks in—it's just oh yeah, it's just yeah. So and I found, I found I found the perfect sound for that on the Kemper as well. That is, uh, it is, yeah. I, I was reminded by that, you know, when we watched the stream uh, when you were doing it live. I was like, I forgot just how insane this song is. It's so good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. There were quite a few from Strength on the, on on the live stream on that concert. Let's see, you did. Yeah, yeah, the wall. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Drugs, definitely. Spike, uh, Fire, uh, Strength. Quite it just deep. made me remember re- recording that record, and I'll get it. We'll get into more of it with Rob when we actually talk about sitting down and writing those songs. But yeah, Spike were Spike were another one of those where, where when that were coming together, just in my head, I just kind of saw it like um, almost like a dance floor teen spirit. I mean, obviously, I know it's not that, but yeah, that's kind of how it always felt to me. And uh, it certainly kept, that new guitar sound I've got for it anyway sounds absolutely fat. Sounds mm. absolutely great. Um, that were really cool. Um, yeah, and I think as well, I don't think I made any mistakes. I don't think I've made one mistake. The only mistakes I ran into was snapping a guitar string, which never happened. <laughs> and honestly, and as I use a two millimeter plectrum, two millimeter thick plectrum. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people use really thin ones. I use a really thick one. So, and I use quite thin strings actually. So on reflection, I should snap strings all the time, but I rarely ever do because even though I play kind of hard, I kind of do it with finesse at the same time. But yeah, lo and behold, on a bloody first performance in God knows how long, albeit in a in a, a digital fashion, I snap a bloody string. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, and you like you look to your left as if to say, "Mick, are you going to change straight off?" Oh, oh, not there. <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely, properly vibed up by that. And I didn't go to bed until about five. Well, certainly 
three, four in the morning after that. I tried. Oh, wow. But it was just like, I was just vibed up. And that was, you know, that a little window into touring. Do you know what I mean? In that sense, you're screwed, really, because all day, especially me with my character, all day I'm pacing around like an animal waiting to do the gig. Then you've got all this adrenaline and you're ready to do it and you do the gig and the gig finishes at like half ten. And then you're like, right, well, effectively, now my day starts. Do you know what I mean? Because now you can relax and then you, you saw what you've kind of so why or, or you know let your hair down anyway and then you're, you're so wired by the excitement of the gig that you, you, you know before you know it it's mm-hmm. five in the morning and, and then you're like oh christ well this you know this is where your body clock gets absolutely screwed oh yeah well yeah it was it brought back all those kind of memories and i mean as you know before we go on stage we've i wouldn't say it's a routine that we've got but we always do the same thing which is obviously way just at off just off stage in like a, a little corridor that leads to the stage, all pacing around, looking really anxious. Do you know what I mean? That's that's usually what we do. And it, you know, it, it make, makes me remember that. But that, I think they're really special moments. Do you know what I mean? Like where that's just that's just a, a live thing that you live through where you're like, right, we're all nervous about going stage, going on stage, we're all going through that door, so we're all gonna wait at the other side of it, really relatively close together just no we don't really talk you know what I mean because there's loud music on you can't really hear it I've got earplugs in everyone's just getting themselves into a zone I suppose into whatever relevant zone they need to get themselves in and like I say there's very very rarely any talking between us four at that moment well I'll just pace around literally backwards and forwards Phil will be doing his stretches and you know getting ready to play some drums Rob will be doing his vocal warm up and Rob does a bit of pacing and then Stu, Stu, you know, Stu's probably the calmest, I would say. Stu's probably the most level before we before we used to go on stage. Um, but yeah, it, it you know obviously brought back all those all those sorts of memories, really. Uh, which 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 is obviously really cool, really cool. Oh yeah, it, it was kind of cool to be. I know it's a digital version, and it, but it was just it was definitely cool to see you know what it's like before a quote unquote gig, and then to you know to experience all of the. <laughs> You know the the things that happen during a show, the broken strings, the trying to figure the song or whatever. But even the yep. you know all of that, I thought was you know I think it added to the excitement, especially for the patrons that were able to just sort of like be part of it and and comment and you know it's like a community aspect of it gets brought in. I don't know. I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, I definitely look forward to doing more of those for sure. Absolutely, we've got to do more of those. Got to bring those um, doing. Yeah, I think that'd be. I just don't know how it'd work in terms of if I've got the technology to do it. I think we'd need another Kemper style thing because it's a Kemper that makes. It it's so easy and the mm. the road i could probably do it we could probably look at a way of doing it i'm sure but that would be really cool um but yeah there's i mean i'd like to do big day out as well because i think pretty the majority of that big day out performance is on youtube we should do that we should do that for a stream that'd be that'd be great because that'll be quite fast as well but yeah the uh, blank canvas will be awesome uh we will do welcome to japan as well we'll do that one um that you know that sure i think we were playing to a click then so that should be pretty similar in terms of you know how it sounds and everything but i'm just trying to think if there's any other little things i can play along to you know that it just worked it just worked so well as a concept and everyone everyone loved it and there's it's got tons of replays absolutely tons i kind of sat there thinking of if people been sharing this link but i think it's just people re-watching it in it i think it's just patrons re-watching it because they enjoyed yeah. it so much mm-hmm. in the same way that i've done that because I really enjoyed watching back for the live chat. That's why I watched it back. You know what I mean? Rather than just sat watching me play guitar over and over again. Um, 
I was sat reading through the comments because then I sort of went through the comments and I could email certain people and kind of answer the question that I didn't get to ask at the time. Um, but yeah, you know, I can't thank everyone enough who supports me and does, um, you know, enables all this stuff to go on. Um, and again, you know, the Kemper, that was, that was you guys that, that bought that for me and that enabled it. So yeah, I absolutely thrilled with it. I absolutely loved it. And I'm really pleased to be able to share some of it on Twitter and, and YouTube for people who weren't able to be there as well, man. And, yeah. you know, cool clips you shared I, on uh, Twitter as well. Yeah. I know you shared some of like uh, shorter versions of it. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know I, I say, I see you say that's hell for facing the Pete, but you're the one that did it. <laughs> I'm going to edit So, that yeah. Out. Again, well, exactly, man. No, I mean, you, you added the, the neat little touches, you know, the little, just the little production elements that just make it look cool and make it feel, I don't know, like a bit more real, you know what I mean? And then just add the, the simple thing of just putting my socials at the end and stuff. It just looked, it just looked cool, man. Proud of it. You should be proud of it as well. You know, I think we, between us, we did a, we did a really good job. And yeah, people, some people might think it's a low key thing, man, but I don't give a fuck. And it's probably the first time I swore on this episode, actually, I think. But, um, I really enjoyed it. You know what I mean? It made me smile massively. And that's what life's about, I find. And I think it's, you know, it's one of the, the great things about our relationship, Pete, is just how natural we are together, how good friends we are. And um, we were able to do that. And as well, you, you know, you compliment my character well because I, I could have easily just gone, this is far too complicated. Fuck this. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, you, just, you know, just have a little bit. You just chill out. You just chill out. As long as you, I'll just send you a message saying, let's test it to in morning. And you come on. As long as you do that, we're going to be fine. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to do it again. Can't wait to do it again in, in whatever format I do, in whatever format, because it would just be interesting to smooth out the the the, the bits that didn't go so well. Do you know what I mean? Or, yeah, there's you definitely know, get, room for improvement. How dare you? On my end. <laughs> From <laughs> a production standpoint. Plane. I didn't even bring this up, but I, I definitely have been, I've wanted, I, I'm, I don't even want to watch it again because I'm so embarrassed. The, there was a, if you notice at the very bottom of the frame, there's, you can see the, the background of the other shots. Like it's part of the, the music circles uh, at the very bottom of the video. So it's like the whole video playing as the main screen, but at the very bottom, there's like a slim line. Uh, and that was totally fixable in my fault. I, I just, I was too much in the zone to think about ah. it while we were streaming. And I was like, and then I saw it towards the end. I was like, Oh no. So yeah, that's little things a, like that. We'll, we'll clean it up. Yeah. That's a tiny thing though, but that's the fun thing now. Now we know it works as concepts. Um, we can, we can have fun with all that sort of stuff and make it more polished. And I can know the set list and the, you know, the relevant set list <laughs> of whatever footage we decide to play along to, but and I can mute you in the beginning. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> have every, have everything, have everything tuned up. And there was a point as well where for some reason my phone just stopped playing because I was literally um, Bluetoothing the last dance from YouTube into the roadcaster from my phone. And then at no point, for some reason during fire, and it was actually, do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the power cut in um, For Truth Is No Words. Uh, do you know what I mean? It reminded me very much of that because just at the point where was it fire was about to slam in. Um, oh, did it, it happened on North as well, but it happened on fire after the drop where it kicks back in towards the end mm-hmm. and it just cut out and it's like, oh no. But yeah, that again, it was just like, all right, okay, right, let's get this sorted and it, we managed to kick back in seamlessly. Yeah, yeah, the, really the kick back in was actually impressive. <laughs> you just jumped right back in as if it didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, I just love it. It was just gnarly, man. I loved it. And majority of that is to do with how good this Kemper sounds because 
that's bottom line for me. If my guitar sounds rich, loud and full in my ears or in the air, wherever the hell it's coming from, as long as it sounds proper and it's responsive and I can get into it, I'm happy. You know what I mean? It's, it's when it's when you, it sounds twee and small. And that's my experience usually with digital modelers, which is what this Kemper is, is when you go direct out of them, they can sound very dry and very lifeless and soulless. And the, the sort of tone that you'd think, oh, I could never do it. I could never put my name on, you know, something that had this involved if I were just yeah, going, yeah. you know, but this Kemper, fucking hell, man, it's just so cool. Sounds amazing. Hey, and sounds um, great, man. <laughs> oh god fuck off pete <laughs> oh, god. Uh, i curse tone <clears throat> that soundbite <laughs> <laughs> yeah you had fun with your sound bites pete and david Cole too really much, enjoyed those. Oh, that's all right that's all right that's all you did it a tasteful amount you see that would have been the thing even when you were doing your really funny cutting me off entirely and just putting yourself up playing the guitar <laughs> That was that was piss funny. If you did, if you'd have been like doing all that, like again, and like oh, I was cringing when I rewatched it. I was like, oh, don't do that. But that's whatever. <laughs> well, it was during uh, Bleed from Within as well. I think after I'd had a few too many ciders, like on the quiet bits from Bleed from Within, I kind of started doing just a bit of impromptu rambling. You know? <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, shut up! I'm spoiling, I'm spoiling this song for. Oh, was it all right? Yeah, right. no, I actually enjoyed that. I think most people did too. I think that's why people were saying they want to have like a, a mic hooked up during the concert to get the, all right, the Adam okay. feed. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, once we once I've done once we've done it like a couple of times and got some solid practicing, I'll do it and try and try and hold a proper conversation all the way through, do you know what I mean? Because that'll be absolutely impossible. I know it will. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I know we've rambled on about this a lot, but you know, that's kind of what this podcast is really. It's a vehicle for my enthusiasm about things and obviously I'm massive in enthusiastic about the music so um it really did mean a lot to me did that um and i apologize just think i'm going on about it and but for for everyone that was there again thank you very much um and obviously we'll be doing more of them again and i will reiterate again thank you very much pete for being involved um in everything not just this mate do you know what i mean like literally all the sort of things that i do um i'm not entirely sure i'd be quite where i am if it weren't for you and your enthusiasm and your support it, it does drive a lot mate so um thank you very much and obviously you know thank you for for being on the podcast like you are you know what i mean you you make you make this work as well so oh, thanks it's my um, privilege yeah well absolutely mate honestly it's it's a symbiotic relationship in it because you just absolutely love it i i, I saw you during those live streams the funny thing Warren, well as well pete is all the tests that we did I was never looking at the screen during the tests. <laughs> I watched those tests back. I watched those tests back and you're just on the screen going absolutely nuts at time. And I was just like, did he think I couldn't see this or something? I don't care. <laughs> but you, asked, you were absolutely loving it, mate. And obviously, do you know what I mean? Like you doing all the sort of technical side and helping me sort of edit the podcast and all the other behind the scenes things. But um, yeah, so thank you, Pete. Honestly, mate my privilege good stuff and yes thank you to everyone who was in the stream and thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast and stuff and yeah i can't wait to create more content do more podcasts uh, make more music do more patreon live streams and all the rest of it yeah so thank you for listening thank you and speak to you next week bye